0: Hey, welcome to the Babes Talking Business Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Lauren. I'm a mama, wife, author, and a network marketing professional. I'm really passionate about empowering women to step into their power and becoming self-led, self-ignited, and excited when it comes to their finances, businesses, relationships, and life. So I love we have created this space where women can come together to rise together To have real and raw conversations and be reminded of their power, their worth, and their vision when they forget. Because when one woman wins, we all win. And sometimes we just need someone to go first to show us what's possible.
1: And I'm Shani. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who loves to diversify the way I create wealth. And I love empowering and teaching you about it too. I'm an international speaker, a course creator, a professional network marketer, But my favorite job of all is being a mama. It's really important for me to fulfill my life's purpose with the impact and the work that I do. But my highest value is family. And so navigating the balance between being a kick-ass woman in business and a conscious mother is where I'm at and excited to share that with you too. Hang around me long enough and I'll show you how to step into your full potential and have you cultivating health, wealth, and fortune in a soulful and joyful way that feels good. Hello and welcome to episode 89 of the BTP podcast. If you are new to the network marketing profession, or maybe you're not new, maybe you've been around for a little bit, but you have felt the weight of uncertainty and that relentless cycle of overwhelm and comparisonitis and the overthinking and the self-criticism chipping away at your confidence, we want to let you know that you are not on this journey alone. And in fact, these stumbling blocks are more common than you think. And that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. But we're also going to be delving deep into not only the struggles of the new network marketer uh, that feels a little bit like an uphill battle in the beginning, but we're also going to be walking alongside you and shedding light on these hurdles and equipping you with the practical solutions to help you leap over them. We want you to succeed and we are such advocates for this profession. We know that once people move through the emotions and all the doubt that comes with joining a business like this, once they move through it, magic happens. So we really hope that this episode helps you to rewrite the narrative of the self-doubt And we want you to rewrite it with the ink of resilience. So throughout this conversation, we're going to share insights with you that are not only going to help you overcome the obstacles that you're feeling right now, that's paralyzing you uh, and stopping you from taking action, but we're also going to nurture you and your self-belief and empower you to thrive in your network marketing business. So if you are after replacing that hesitation with determination, and you want to turn the comparisonitis into inspiration, then stay tuned. You are going to love this episode, and we're really excited to help you transform into a confident and successful network marketer. Okay, let's get started. All right, this is an episode that I'm excited about because I have had so many women recently who have newly joined the team who are really lacking a little bit of confidence in themselves, a little bit of belief that they can do this, and they have the best intentions. They join this business, they're so excited. It makes sense. It's a beautiful community, it's so much fun. It's a great way to earn an income, great way to grow personal development galore, mentorship, community, all the things. And then they get into the nitty gritty and they're like, ah, (laughs) help me. I don't have confidence in this. I'm like doubting myself. So yeah, I'm having so many conversations right now with girls who are just like, oh my gosh, I just can't get out of my own way. I'm all in my head. I'm worried about The judgment of people I'm worried about what people will think I don't have a credential like do I look like a fraud all of the things I'm sure you've heard this too
0: yeah when you suggested this topic I was like yes because I've even hopped on a few coaching calls in the last week or so and I'm like okay so like what have we done like how can I help and like uh I haven't like okay so like have we done a
1: post yet uh no (laughs) totally but to be fair I know when I first started it was a solid like nine months for me to finally, you know, feel confident enough to post about what I was doing and openly share what I was up to. And yeah, I I don't think everybody. This is not a blanket statement, but not everyone starts with the confidence and and the, I guess the belief in themselves that they can do this. And I think that's why I love this business model so much because you get to lean on your mentors. You get to lean on people who have gone before you and people who have got your back, people who remind you of your power, how amazing you are that you can do this. And they kind of give you that gentle, like kick in the tush to be like, come on, like, let's do this. No more excuses. All excuses are equal. I've got you. I'll hold your hand. And so it's, I don't know what business you get to have that straight off the bat because you usually can't afford a business coach to really guide you in that way. So I just freaking love this business model for that reason. But... I guess I wanted to just have like a mini episode about just a few things that can help to elevate your confidence and self-belief. And I think a word that comes up a lot is the word imposter syndrome. I have that conversation so much at the moment with people. They're like, I just have imposter syndrome. And I just want to, this might not be a popular opinion, (laughs) but believe in imposter syndrome. I actually don't. I believe that there is someone out there who created the term to label a feeling. But when you get to the core of what imposter syndrome is, imposter syndrome is when you believe that you don't belong or that you're a bit of a fraud and you shouldn't be there or you don't deserve it or whatever. And I don't know, I know this isn't going to be a very popular opinion, but I just think that if Imposter syndrome is what well is coming up for you. You haven't done the work, like the internal work, the inner belief work, the personal development, the professional development to up your self-worth because ultimately what that is is a lack of self-worth. You don't believe that you are worthy of the success or the abundance or you think that you need to have like a piece of paper with a credential on it to be able to, you know, talk about health or wellness or whatever it is that your business is. And at the end of the day, what's that saying, Laws? It's like there are people out there less qualified than you. I, mean, I, don't know. I should have really googled this before we
0: just it's like
1: there's people out there more less qualified than you, making more than you, only because they've got the self worth, they've got the self confidence, they've got the belief that they deserve this, that they can do this. So, imposter syndrome comes down to building your self worth. So, how do we do that? How? what are some of your tips how would you build your self-worth and self-belief in yourself that you're worthy and you deserve it and that you can do this
0: my tip and this might be completely opposite to you because I think I don't know if you just pop on a good front but you've always been very confident you're very self-assured but like you said it's probably because you've done a lot of the inner work to know your self-worth but my thing and I think this is what I love about network marketing and you know we say it all the time You actually just get to be yourself. So take the pressure off. You don't have to be anyone else. Like the beautiful thing about this profession in particular is you get paid to be you and the most successful people in this business and people who have the most fun in this business are the people who show up authentically. So when I understood that, especially at the start when I didn't have the credentials, I didn't have the success, I didn't know what I was doing what gave me, I guess, or how I got around imposter syndrome was like, I'm not pretending I know it all. Yeah. I'm not pretending I am a professional in this space. I'm not pretending I have all this success. What I am though, is I am authentic. Like I am passionate about what we do, which was health. I do believe, and I have a vision and I am excited to delve into personal development. And I'm okay with being bad at this for long mm-hmm. enough until I get good at this. So I think in regards to I had confidence in the fact that I was going to try. And I guess there's a difference between being like, I'm amazing. I know what I'm doing. You should join my team because I'm this, this, and this. I didn't have that kind of self-confidence, but I had confidence in the fact that I knew who I was right now and I was okay with growing. And it's that authenticity and that certainty in just yourself that allowed me to take the action at the start because like you, Shen, I was, I think I was in the juice plus closet for like, I'd say at least three or four yeah. months, <laughs> <Same>. but <laughs> I still took the action. Like I still had the conversations, the conversations, um, the conversations were not as confident, I would say, but I, w- I owned that. I just said, Hey, I have like, no idea if this could be something for you. I'm totally out of my comfort zone. I'm really excited about these new products I've been trying. I'm really excited about this new opportunity. I love the women I'm collaborating with. Like, are you open to new income opportunities or have you ever thought about working online before? And the posture I have now and the confidence I have now is definitely not the confidence I spoke with seven years ago, but I owned that. And I think for women who keep stopping before they even start, my like I said, my piece of advice for you that would be just know you don't have to be anyone else but who you are right now. And it's that authenticity where you get to own the fact that you're
1: mm-hmm.
0: you you you're trying something new and you are out of your comfort zone and this is, is stretching you, but I guess how you get around the
1: imposter syndrome is just
0: don't, stop trying
1: to be someone that you're not. Yeah. I think actually that's why people feel like they can't do this because they feel like they have to be this like, Well, in particular for our business, because our business is revolved around health. They think that they have to be like this picture of health and they have to have the green smoothie and do the yoga and, you know, meditate and levitate like, no, (laughs) that's not what you do. You don't have to do that. And then I think when you try to be someone you're not, that's when it starts to feel icky and weird. And like I said, like I was not confident for at least the first nine months. Like I did not know what I was doing. I was totally winging it. But one of my one-liners that I really lent on was openly saying to people, I'm going to be really honest with you. I still have my L plates on and I'm still learning how to do this. Let me reach out to my mentor and maybe I can get that question answered for you um, in a group chat with them. And again, that's what I love about this business model. You get to lean on those who have gone before you. And I think one of the most powerful things that I've ever heard one of our mentors in this business say is in the corporate space, if you were to ask questions and you know lean on your colleagues for support and because you felt like you couldn't do it, you would be deemed incompetent. But in this profession, if you don't ask questions, if you don't lean on others, if you don't ask your mentors for help, you are incompetent. So it's not a business that you do alone. Like it really does rely on you asking and being okay with asking for help and support, but also being open and honest and saying that you're going to ask for help and support to get that question answered or to share the information that you need to. You don't have to do it alone. Yeah.
0: And another thing I know people told me back then when I started, and I didn't believe them now, but now I believe it, is that like your story, like your authenticity in your story is going to be your s- biggest superpower. And people relate to authenticity more than they relate to perfection. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is I actually found it so much easier to get team at the start when I had a vision that hadn't created it yet because I was more relatable. Like there's a lot of people who can relate to working a nine to five and just wanting to make a couple of extra hundred dollars a month or a week or there's a lot of people who could relate to not having a social media presence or a following or um, Mm. like not having any time, only having 20, 30 minutes day to build a business. So I found it easy to have those conversations and attract team at the start because of so many people in the same boat. And it's funny because now I talk to team who are starting and it's those reasons they think that they're not going to be successful. But believe me, your story where you are right now at the start is so much more relatable to us now. I find Women mm-hmm. actually, it's harder to get team now because well, it's a different type of team that we attract now, which is awesome. But they're like, I can't be you. You've got thousands of followers. You have yeah. all the time in the day to do your business. That like you already ha- like, you're a stay-at-home mom, like this and that. And they use all the success we have as the excuses why they can't do what we do. So yeah. I know that when you're starting, there are a lot of the excuses you're telling yourself why you can't be successful, but they're actually it's your biggest superpower because people can relate to you because they're where you are right now and I think that plays into what I said before you don't have to be anyone else but who you are right now it's Mm. your story and your authenticity that's relatable um that helps other people come and want to join you on the journey because they're where you're at or you might only be one or two steps ahead of them which makes it more relatable and and feels like it's more in reach for them well
1: I think about to us starting our relationship together laws like I remember my confidence was knocked because you are a hard no. <laughs> and I don't know if we've shared this story on the podcast, but I was making people give me their resumes. <laughs> so beautiful Lozzie emails me her CV. Um, and then I like pitched it like a job. like <laughs> It was a job interview and It was a total disaster. It was a complete catastrophe. (laughs) I'm on Zoom with Loz. She's on a lunch break. I'm with my upline on this call. And we didn't have any resources back then. We didn't have like a webinar that you could watch to learn about it first before coming on a call to ask questions. It was like, we were the pitch. And then we were like, okay, questions. (laughs) It was horrible. I remember it was like an hour call. And I just remember you sitting there like Anthony and I just, Complete rookies, just blabbering on, word vomiting all over you. You're just sitting there in silence. We're just like doing the the presentation on Zoom. And then you're like, So wait, you're telling me I have to pay to be a part of like to work for you. And we just look, I remember looking at Anthony being like, oh my god, what have we done? She thinks she works for us. She, now she's wondering why she's got to pay. Anyway confidence totally knocked because you were just a heart out. Yeah, no, I don't think this is for me. And it, <laughs> anyway, coming back to what you just shared and what worked, I think I got out of my head, right? Because I was so, yeah, I was wasn't confident about what I was delivering. I was brand new to this. But what I did know was I knew what my vision for what this could be looked like. And that's what I was actually genuinely excited about. And I could envision like the thousands of women part of our community and our team who are winning, who are creating an extra income from home, who were getting happier and healthier, who are being themselves authentically. And you know what? I totally didn't even think, you know, six, seven years down the track, us being stay at home moms and, you know, not being in our careers. But back then my vision was big enough to be like, I really think that we can help a lot of women to have some fun here and learn about health and wellness. And I remember, I don't know how I got the confidence to message you again, but I was like, look, I know our first conversation went really bad, but how about we go out for some brekkie and I just want to share a little bit about how I foresee what this could be. It's not there now. It's definite, I'm definitely not successful in this right now, but this is what I think it could look like and what it could be like, and I want you to be a part of that. And I remember that brekkie like it was yesterday. I remember like I had an acai bowl, I had a little edible flower in my bowl. I ate it. Like I just remember all the details because I remember like casting my vision. And look where we are now, seven years on. And had I not shared my story authentically, yeah, I don't know if I'd even be here right now because I then quickly realized my story was my superpower. And then you've shared your story so many times with women like time and time and time again. And I just think you're right. It's so powerful to share that in your journey and being okay with saying, I'm not where I want to be just yet, but I know what this is going to be for me.
0: Yeah. And owning that you're not confident or owning that you're scared. Like I remember um, like one of my mantras at the start was, I, I literally had it laminated on my desk because I do something every do something every day that scares you. And now that sounds cliche, but you like when you're building a business, if you're not doing something every day that scares you, you're not actually doing the business because that meant like mm. reaching out to somebody new. That meant doing a Facebook Live. Like yeah. those things once upon a time scared me too. Like, and that's mm. what I did is I made sure I kept doing them to get confident with them. So I remember every Thursday I do a Facebook Live and I would like, I would, like we say, not to do that, but I did this at the start. Like I just say, I'm so nervous. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I just own the fact that I was nervous. So I own the fact that I want to get better at talking to camera. So I'm going to come in every Thursday and talk to you guys. Like, this is what I learned about this week in my business, or this is what I learned about in my book. And so be okay, like I said, with being bad at something until you get good at it but make sure you are actually doing something every day that scares you like own the fact that it scares you because if you're not doing things that don't scare you you're not stretching your comfort zone and you're not learning and you're naive to think that once upon a time those things didn't scare us or we didn't get to where we are without doing things that scare us we you have to be okay at the start with even though it it might feel shaky and even though you might not be confident you've got to take action And this comes back to, like I was saying, some of the girls I'm talking to and hopping on calls with, I can't mentor them or give them any help because they haven't actually done anything that I can help them with. And you know how you were saying, like in a normal corporate job, like you seem incompetent if you don't ask questions. Mm -hmm. I love it in this because I'm like, girls, like, let's do this. Like, I'll do the launch post with you. Like, what, like, I'll help you reply to somebody. I'll help you have the conversations. Like the beautiful thing about this business model it's not only do we have a, a, an amazing system that teaches you how to do everything as a template and you can put your own flavor on it, but you actually don't have to do it by yourself. And if you're willing to take the steps, your mentor, you will find someone in our business, there's five mentors who invest in your success. If you've got an upline who maybe not be that active, you can go above them and find, if you're ready and hungry to be successful and do the work, you can find someone who will run with you. And every time you take a step, they'll take a step. And they're the kind of people that I love because I'm like, you don't have to be great at this. I don't expect you to have your shit together. I don't expect you to be confident. I don't expect you to have all these followers. I don't expect anything of you. But if you're hungry and you're willing to step out of your comfort zone, we will teach you and do this with you. And I think the beautiful thing about it is that you actually can't fail. Like at the very core in our business is you just care for other people. That's at the core of everything that you do. Let's just care for people. If people don't want help, that's cool. There's not, there's no skin of your back or mine or there's no, you don't burn any bridges the way we mentor our team is we're not spammy, we're not pushy, we're not about convincing. But we teach our girls how to add value. And if you're here, and I know most of the girls who join our team are there, are, are here because they want to help people with their health and wellness. If you keep coming back to that, the core of everything that you do and you just push your comfort zone a little bit each day, um, mm. You get to learn as you're taking the steps. But if you're not taking the steps, you're not going to learn and you've got to be okay with just doing the things that scare you. Otherwise, your mentor can't mentor you. There's nothing for them to tell you yeah. to do better or give you feedback on if there's nothing that you've actually done.
1: Doing. That's it. That's <laughs> it. And talking about stepping out of your comfort zone, some of the advice that I've been giving the women on my team is make yourself an authority in this space. And that doesn't mean to be someone that you're not. That doesn't mean like go and put on this persona and be someone that you're not or copy someone else that's doing something really well, who is an authoritative in this space. Like, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, let's just say like our business, for an example, it is a health and wellness business. We are helping people up level their health and wellness through holistic measures, through a natural product. So add value in that space. Like go and if you're not knowledgeable, then learn, like go and immerse yourself in the trainings and figure out some cool facts that you can share or some value that you can share. Make yourself an authoritative because when you show up consistently online and you're A, maybe even sharing your health journey, that's as like, you can start there, sharing your personal well being journey. What are you doing for your spiritual health, your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health? What are the things that you're actively doing to up-level yourself? That's you making yourself an authoritative in the space because you are going on a journey. You're learning things and sharing that. I think when I first started in this business, one thing I did really well was I used my Instagram page as like a personal blog. So I was actually going through a health journey at the time. I had really bad cystic acne. I had a bloated, um, I was like so bloated. My digestion was like horrible. I had inflammation all through my body. My energy was really low. And so I was studying like as much as I could. I was like consuming so much information about health and whole foods and eating like food as medicine. And then I was posting about it like and it was just before i monetized my instagram and my quote-unquote blog before i introduced this business model into it i was just genuinely like okay i've learned that the more greens you add to your smoothie the more it's going to actually help alkalize your body and i would share facts and information not because i was a professional i don't have a nutrition degree (laughs) i don't know anything but i was learning because i was giving it to myself right and then I was just on sharing that information. So that's just a small example of how you can make yourself an authoritative in the space. Show up online. Stop hiding. Stop like hiding your magic and actually show people what you're all about. Inspire others with your journey. And I think when you're consistently showing up in the health and wellness space, if that's the space that you're in, Then people start to pay attention. They're like, oh, Shani knows what she's talking about because she posts about this all the time, whether it's on stories or your main feed. That's really important. Some of the women that I'm coaching right now who are like, I'm so scared, I have no confidence, I have no self-belief, no one's buying, no one's interested, no one's responding to my messages. I'm like, yeah, but you're not making yourself an authority. You're not sharing your story. You're not adding value, like. Let's do that first so that then you become attractive because once you do that, you just become magnetic, like customers and team kind of fall out of the sky and you're like, I don't know how all these people are being attracted to me. You just like energetically attract that.
0: Yeah, I think as well, um, my, another focus that I had when I was like, even now predominantly how I build my business now, but exactly. It was my strategy at the start as well was just making sure I was interested, not interesting. So when I'm Mm. talking to people in my inbox or even in in person, like just ask great questions. I think we get so hung up on what are we going to say and what's the script? Like, what do I, what how do I bring it up? Like get out of it. Don't make it about you. If you're thinking about how you're going to send a link or how you're going to invite someone, you're going to be in your head. But if you just focus on caring about people and you Mm. ask great questions You'll automatically find a scenario, or an opportunity where you can help somebody, and that at the start, just I just kept getting, I kept just taking myself out of the situation because I kept wigging myself out at the start. I'm like I don't want to come across pushy and I don't want to annoy mm-hmm. them. And what are they? What are they going to think of me? And then I'd be like, oh, Lauren, you're still making it about you. Just focus on the person that you're talking to. How are they? And just like stop talking and start listening more and just that subtle thing at the start just helps you get out of your head and back into your heart and just remember any business like any successful entrepreneur is someone who solves a problem for people Hmm. but you have to understand what problem people have and if you're still making it about you and how you're going to send a link or how you're going to bring up your opportunity you don't even you don't know if they've got a problem because you haven't asked how they are or haven't tuned in so Um, as well as making yourself attractive, like you said, on social media, your zone of genius and my strength is actually in the inbox and it's just about being interested with people and asking great questions. And there's a lot of people I know in this space who have success, who don't build on social media at all and that's what they do. They've just got really good at caring about people. And I think when you get out of your head and actually into your heart and you actually are talking to somebody and are present with them in that moment, If an opportunity comes up to help, you will want to share it with them and it won't come from a pushy, annoying, spammy place. It'll be something like, look, I got no idea if this could be something for you, but you mentioned this, this, and this. If I sent you some information about what I've been up to, would you be open to having a look? Or sometimes even what I do, because I didn't have the confidence seven years ago. And to be honest, even now, sometimes I don't have the confidence to bring it up in person because I don't want them to feel the pressure of having to tell me what I want to hear But if an opportunity comes up where I think I could invite someone, sometimes I'm just present in the conversation and I hear them out, but I'll message them later that night or the next day and be like, look, you've been on my heart since yesterday when you mentioned this. I've got no idea if this could be something for you or if you've ever looked into what I do in the online space. But I thought of you because if I sent you some information, would you be open to having a look? So maybe if you're listening to this or you're new and you just have this resistance against social media. That's fine. I think I, I think it's silly not to use social media like it's a tool and it's free and it's how you get leverage. But also know you can build and have a really successful business not using social media, but you've got to get really good at asking great questions and being interested in people and rather rather than you getting up in your head and trying to think you've got to be all these things and be interesting. Just solve problems for people and be a connector for people.
1: Yeah. I think that's where people trip, you know, like they really struggle with even having conversations. And as an introvert myself, that was definitely something that I wasn't confident with in the beginning because I wasn't used to being like pretend extroverted. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't the type of girl who would go to like, um, a party or a barbecue and like go out of my way and shake everyone's hand and get to know everyone and ask for their names what do you do like I wasn't the networker I never was and I know you aren't either (laughs) so in the beginning like that wasn't natural to me but if there's any advice that I could give is that repetition creates confidence and just doing it over and over again, even when it's uncomfortable, even when you're not great at it, just know that you're going to fail forward regardless. It doesn't matter what business you're in. At the end of the day, I don't care what business model you're in, what your business is, service, product, whatever. At the end of the day, business is relationships and relationships is building that through conversation. So you're going to one way or another, have to have conversations with people, whatever business you start. And if it's not, you know, at the front line with potential customers, it's going to be staffing that you're going to have to lead and converse with like it, the business and entrepreneurship is conversations and yes, being attractive online is important and being an authority and all of that. But at the end of the day, it's what's happening in the DMs is what's going to build your business. And for those of you who may be feeling like I did in the beginning where I was like, so scared of having conversations with people. I wasn't skilled. I I just, that wasn't a strong characteristic of mine. I think I just gave it a go regardless. I sucked at it in the beginning. I definitely made mistakes. I definitely word vomited on a lot of people who will not talk to me about this business or product now seven years on still. But I think that's part of the journey. I think it's like falling, what's it called? Like failing forward and just knowing that you got to suck at this first. You got to be bad at it. You've got to make the mistakes to refine your skill. And eventually it just all rolls off your tongue. You end up being so bloody good at this, but only because you stuck to it and only because you repeated the task and you repeated the action. When you repeat it, you build confidence. And when you have confidence, you build confidence. And I think that's, I think that's where we end it. Action. Action is what's going to help you get more confident at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, you've got to, it's like a muscle going to the gym. You've just got to keep doing the reps. And I think that's what I love most about this business is you learn, that's the way you learn. It's not like you go and do a four-year degree and then you go get a job. Like you learn as you earn here. So you've just got to take one little inspired step a day. And I encourage you to like ask yourself every day, like celebrate the small wins. What is something you did today that scares you? Like, make mm-hmm. sure you're learning a new skill, having a new conversation, and you're building that confidence because something's only the first time, one time. Like, yeah. then you only do it one time. You pull off the band-aid, then you're like, next time, you get a little bit more confident. And I think what I love most about this business is why I'll never leave this industry is because it's actually so simple. It's not easy. There's literally only like seven skills you need to master. So if you just commit to being okay with being bad at it for long enough until you get good at it and you just master one skill at a time, it actually just like Shen said, it's the repetition that makes you confident and it's pretty repetitive. So if you're okay with doing the hours and just having fun, it gets, it's fun the whole way along, but it gets so much more fun when you're so much more confident with it as well. And that confidence, it doesn't take that long to build. You've just got to get in the trenches and fail forward fast. Yeah, it gets better. You get
1: better. <laughs>
0: you definitely do. I was going to, I'll pop it in the show notes. I'm actually just trying to find what episode it was. Cause I think, I know Shannon and I were talking about a lot of the reasons that, um, I know when we're talking to new team, they're not taking the steps is because they've got fear come up. Like, what if I fail? What if I, what will other people think of me? Um, I know we've done a couple of episodes in the past on how did we not care about what people think,
1: yeah. um,
0: Episode 55 is for strategies to help you not care what others think. I know there's another one that we've done as well, um, which I'll try to find and pop it in the show notes for you um, that will hopefully help you if that's something that is holding you back, although you know what you should be doing, but you just, it's the fear of what people think. I'll see if I can find it and I'll pop it um, there for you to listen to
1: as another resource. Honestly, the mindset piece, which is that, is uh, I believe it just comes from consistently having the right things in your ears and being surrounded by the right people as well. Like, you got to have people who have your back, people who believe in you. You got to have great podcasts and audibles in your ear, just like that, building that muscle as well. There's a big part of it, building your belief in yourself as well, but in what you do, your profession, your product, your company. There's so many aspects to helping you build your confidence, but
0: yeah. I think that I think- podcast will be a good one. I know we'd go into depth in about, in depth in about a lot of those things, but it, it, like you said at the start, it's so easy for your confidence to get shook like mm-hmm. when you get a first no, and I—if it wasn't for me personally—I think every hour, I spent like an hour a day on the commute to and from my job when I started this business, listening to podcasts that built my belief in the industry, yeah. um, in our products, in our company. Because I'd feel really inspired at the start of the day that I'd get a no or I'd, someone would say something negative, and because I didn't have the confidence and the belief, it would shake me. But then I'd have an hour no. to listen to something really good on the drive home. Then I was back back in my zone but it's it's really easy for your confidence to get knocked so if you're at the start and you're getting the nose or you have you start the day feeling really inspired then you end the day in doubt that's also normal that's what it feels like to start a business and be an entrepreneur and it's just like there's so many things that you can do to help you build your confidence which yeah I'll pop that podcast because I know we do a whole we go into depth for you in that
1: yeah I do want to end on this note though (laughs) the personal development and listening to everything is such a pivotal important piece of the puzzle but don't be one of those people who just consumes all the information and then doesn't take any action like take action i promise all the magic happens outside the comfort zone